Hey guys, welcome to the Live More Rye podcast. I'm Cody Liu with my co-host Eric Elliott. Hey guys. Um, and on today's episode, uh, we're going to be speaking about um, sort of how people may want to approach um, doing the open this year. Um, yes, we've been talking about the open a lot the last couple of weeks um, because um, it is coming up soon and it is sort of like this... Uh, this global community event that happens in CrossFit, and we do, we are a CrossFit gym. Um, so um, with that being said, I know we have um, some people who this year at our gym who either haven't, maybe haven't done the Open in a few years or haven't done it before at all, mm-hmm. and maybe are just kind of wondering like, okay, like what, like how do I go into this? What do I do? Um, when it comes to these workouts, so we thought we'd maybe um, give a little bit of insight on as to how um, how you might want to approach these workouts and and maybe your mindset going in yeah, so I think that like the biggest thing is is like with your expectations of knowing or thinking like we've we've done open workouts for how many i guess it's been like what five weeks we've been redoing open workouts yeah it's basically been through most of like half of january mm-hmm. and then into february so yeah i think we're going on like four or five yeah so like by now you should have kind of an idea what it looks like um what an open workout looks like for length because um, most of them uh like this week we did an eight eight minute workout yeah. um but most of them are probably in that 10 to 14 minute range uh or even 20 minutes um and like I think that that's probably gonna stay the same. Um, yeah. So like you have a taste for how long they are. Uh, you have a taste of kind of the weights that they're expecting. Even if you did a little bit of a different variation within your workouts the last couple of weeks, like you you know that you know certain benchmarks or certain certain movements typically have certain weights. Like it's not gonna be totally surprising to you if you see like something that's a 115 overhead squat or something yeah, like that if you're a dude 50 pound dumbbells or yeah, something like that it's, like it's, it's 50 and 35 is pretty pretty standard. standard at this point or 30 is it 35 20 yeah 35, 35 20, 20 if you're scaled like those things should be it's not like you're gonna get there on February 24th I think um, and look at the whiteboard and be like whoa, whoa, whoa I don't understand what that is <laughs> yeah um, and even like I think that we were talking about it earlier when it comes to movement stuff with like with programming we've kind of touched everything yeah that's um, what we've been trying to do open like we, there's nothing on there unless dave brings out a new movement um that we haven't done yep um yeah we've been over the last few weeks just um like we've said before just trying to get everybody ready for for what what uh, what might come in the open um so there's been we've been touching on as many of the different uh, movements as we can um, especially some of the higher skill stuff in terms of uh, like gymnastics, you know, toes to bar, handstand push-ups, um, even just pull-ups and things like that. Um, and like with, with the setting expectations too for your workouts, like there's going to be some stuff that comes up in the open that you may or may not be able to do and that would just totally fine. Like I, I think it would be, it would be very shocking to me if at no point during the open did you see ring or bar muscle ups? Like I think we can probably agree. Yeah. One of them, if not both, are gonna come at some point. Right. Usually do. Yeah. Um. So like, you know, if you've never even swung on the rings or are even close to doing a workout where you could do a bar muscle up, 
is it realistic to expect that you should just walk in on an open day and, and try to hit it? Probably not, <laughs> right? Like, um, if you're close or we've tried it, then, you know, maybe maybe you do try RXing that workout and you try to get your first ever muscle up. I know that... Which has happened. Yeah, they, yeah. like the... Dave Castro puts it in openly because thousands of people around the world get their first muscle up during something like the Open with just a little bit more pressure, a little bit more excitement, and a little bit more adrenaline. Yep. The person does what they haven't been able to do before. Totally. Um, but like that being said, you shouldn't same thing with like if if it, say it was like a heavy deadlift for dudes and it was like four oh five. Yeah. And you've never and you've yeah. your current PR is three sixty five. Like maybe you don't expect that you should walk in and just yeah, hit that and number, just pound right? that out for reps. Yeah, um, like setting expectations is 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 good because it's not only just your goals, but it's also like staying within what you know you're currently capable of to do the best that you can. Because then you're not walking away disappointed um, at something you couldn't do because like you just expected it rationally that you could do it. Yeah, absolutely. And part of part of setting those expectations is what. Uh, sort of like what what are you hoping to to accomplish during the open so mm-hmm. for example like um again uh are is anybody at our gym you know shooting for making it to the crossfit games probably not <laughs> i'm gonna say um so then you know is doing workouts you know rx as hard as you 100 percent possibly can um, the best idea for everybody, maybe not. Um, so, I mean, for the most part, um, again, setting those expectations, the things that I want people to, to look at going into this is one, um, have fun with it. It's the five weeks during the open, especially during our Friday night lights, um, uh, evenings are are just like a blast. We basically have a party <laughs> every Friday, mm-hmm. um, and and we and we work out um, during it and cheer each other on, and it's just like super fun. We just hang out and have a good time. Um, yes, we're going to test ourselves physically, um, which we'll get more into whether we're doing RX or scaled or or whatever it is. Um, there is going to be there is a competitive element to it. Um, again, with our intramurals, we're, we're approaching it again towards having fun with it, building relationships and community through, through our intramural teams and things like that, um, and creating, creating that sort of bonding experience that, uh, that uh, makes CrossFit so popular. Um, and, you know, even then, the competitive side of that isn't, um, isn't anything super hardcore. No. And even like in talking about comp or um, not competition, but expectations, um, like we, I think we spent what two podcasts ago, we kind of went over our t- intentions for yes. the open. Yep. Um, like Cody's intention is to not get hurt. Yeah. So if he does a workout and is leaderboard chasing, like it's just looking at the leaderboard and things like that, he's no longer going for his goal anymore. Like he's creating expectations that he doesn't, totally. that aren't matched with his actual goal. And if that is his actual goal, like where he sits on the leaderboard should be independent of that, right? Like it's a matter of like, 
staying in what you're trying to accomplish yep. and just keeping those expectations in line with that. Yeah. It's, uh, the leaderboard is, is nice to see yeah. where you sit. It kind of just gives you, I guess, a tangible um, thing that you can that you can look at and monitor mm-hmm. throughout, sure. Um, but again, yeah, I mean, I can, I can go leaderboard chasing and trying, um, you know, and kill myself on every workout to finish what, 150th, 150,000th in the world? That's, like, I, I sit somewhere, usually middle of the pack. Yeah. Because um, I, I think last year there was, like, 200, two or 300,000 men, I think. I think, think yeah. it was 200,000 men or something like that. And I finished somewhere, I think it was, like, 120,000 or whatever. And I didn't even do two of the workouts. <laughs> right? Um, but, again, at the, at the end of that what what I'm doing isn't going to go beyond the open. Mm-hmm. It's not like where I'm finishing in the open is going to send me off to, well, it's not even regionals anymore, um, yeah. onto the next step of, of, of competitive CrossFit or anything like that. So really, once the open is over, I'm just back to going to the gym like I always was. Yeah, and like we talked about it before we kind of went on, but like when it comes to like how competitive... like. Just so everyone's clear, to get past the open, if you wanted to make it to the games, you would have to be the the fittest, either the top fifteen in your gender, in the entire world, or you'd have to be the fittest person in the entire country, <laughs> yeah, your gender, yeah. Now we've got some really really fit people in our, our absolutely, gym, but no one's that fit. That is a small. <laughs> that is a small like, window. We're really splitting hairs there. That is a very small window. Um. So at the end of the day all we're doing is exercising. Like we're just having fun competing against ourselves and trying to be the best versions of us exercising. Like really that's it. Right. So getting crazy about like, you know, trying to get one more single rep and redoing it three times to get like a little bit of a better score. Like, do we really want to do that? Like there's times and places for it for sure. Um, but like how far are you willing to go? Um, to try and get just a little bit better score that's not going to make a difference realistically with anything else in your life, yep, right? absolutely. And uh, yeah, I mentioned it with uh, our intentions a couple of podcasts ago um, that yeah, there's a good, there's a good chance um, that I'll be doing scaled workouts just yeah. to make sure um, that I'm healthy at the end of it. So let's talk about like, should we do yeah. RX or should we do scaled? Absolutely. Um, so... Just as sort of like a, a refresher or I guess a recap uh, or for those who don't know, um, the workouts are going to sp- be split essentially into two categories. Rx, which um, in the medical field stands for prescription, so it's the prescribed um, weight or movement or whatever um, for a workout. And then there's scaled, which is essentially um, a, uh, a modified version of the RX workouts with that will have either um, lower weights or maybe um, movements um, that require less technical skill. Yeah. Uh, to I guess to that's the best way I can put it. Um, so it's it's sort of a big a big thing in CrossFit doing doing workouts um, RX or scaled. Um, those two little letters RX. Um, can can really play with people's minds sometimes um, when when they're when they're approaching their workouts. Um, so I guess we can get into a little bit about um, if you are doing an RX or scaled, why you want to do either or. 
Yeah, so like one of the first things too, like when it comes to RX or scaled, if you are someone who does like 95% of your workouts scaled in class, trying to expect to do all of them RX mm-hmm. in the in the open is probably is not a good expectation for yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Um like it may be at some point in your life that we can definitely go towards doing more RX workouts, but um it might not be worth it and it might not be the right decision for yourself too cuz Within the open, um, it's not like the scaled workouts are a, a can of corn walk in yeah. the park. Yeah, like they're, they're hard <laughs> workouts. Not easy. Like yesterday, uh, we or I guess Friday would be, we did that workout that was, uh, it was an eight-minute AMRAP um, where it was 10 push press and 10 cleans. Yeah, so that would have been... Like, that's, you're going fast. Yeah, that would have been not Friday, but the Friday before. Right. But yeah. Yeah, and like you're going... In that workout, like the other version was handstand push-ups, which was you know a challenging movement. But the I almost would rather do that yeah. workout than the the one where you're going totally. fast and doing hard. yeah. I mean, doing three handstand push-ups at a time, yeah, or ten push press at a time. Yeah, there are going to be times where I would choose the handstand push-ups. Oh, 100%. Um, also, but I'm also somebody who can do handstand push-ups. Um, and I'm relatively comfortable with them. And again, that again, that's something that people are gonna have to think about when they see these workouts. Mm-hmm. Is that, you know, if something like handstand push-ups come up, they're like, oh, I can do a handstand push-up. It's like, yes, can you do a handstand push-up or can you do thirty of them in eight minutes? Yeah, so like it's a good example of that workout. I think it was fifteen four, right? Yeah, fifteen point um, four, yeah. And so what like with that one, you had to do three handstand push-ups before doing three heavy cleans. Now, first off, like the, the clean was heavy enough that it was 185 for guys, 125 mm-hmm. for girls. So yep. if you got to that part, if you couldn't clean it, what's the point as well? But as Cody said, like if you can do one handstand push-up, but you've only ever gotten one, and then you couldn't do a second one in the next seven minutes, is it worth doing it yeah. to get a little bit higher totally. spot on the leaderboard? Probably not, right? Yeah, and again, that'll come down to sort of, um, like we were saying before, what your expectations are and um, and how how competitive you feel. Um, we're not going to shame anyone who wants to do a workout RX if yeah. that's something you want to go for. Absolutely, we're 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 uh, everyone's there to support you and and uh, help you do your best. Um, and if you, same thing, if you do it scaled either way, um, you know, there's, there's, there's going to be the whole community of the gym, um, supporting you in whatever you do. Um, we're, uh, we're basically just trying to help people figure out, um, what's the best way to, um, test their fitness, stay safe, um, and have fun at the same time. Um, when we're, when we're doing these workouts for one thing, um, if whether you choose to do RX or scaled, that doesn't have to stay the same. Yeah, you can go back and throughout forth. the five weeks. So, like, if week one is like you get a workout that's your jam, like you can do all you can do all the movements. Um, you're you're comfortable with the weights that they picked. Um, then like yeah, have at her. Go do it RX. If the next week all of a sudden they throw in. Like we were saying, we mentioned muscle ups before, uh, and you're like, oh, I don't have muscle ups. So then maybe you decide to do that workout scaled. Um, in terms of the overall leaderboard, um, if that's again, if that's something that's important to you, um, yes, doing RX workouts will put you higher 
um, on the leaderboard than doing scale. So, um, for example, doing one rep of an RX workout puts you ahead of anybody who did a, a scaled workout, yeah. um, technically, on the leaderboard. Now, I mean, if that's, if, if that's something that's important to you, then you can you know you can do whatever you you feel like doing um doing one rep in a workout uh just doesn't you know doesn't make for a very effective gym session no it's and like i think that that's the best part about not only crossfit but cross the crossfit open in general is that you're coming to an environment where you can throw down with your friends for an entire workout and then finish in that CrossFit fetal-like position and just be total <laughs> exhausted. But also, like, you've shared an experience with everyone else in your workout. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas if you if you did a workout where, like you said, you, you're, you do maybe one repetition in your entire workout and you couldn't go further, um, you didn't get much of a sweat on, you're more frustrated with what you couldn't do rather than what you could do, um, it changes your totally. experience for sure. Instead of just scaling it, and to whatever your current fitness levels is is there so that you know next time the open comes around perhaps you're doing everything rx instead of just trying to get a little bit higher on the leaderboard that one time because there's nothing more demotivating than like a workout like example like 18.3 where you get to the muscle ups in like five minutes and then you have another seven minutes, minutes or, or whatever it was yeah nine minutes right um and just staring at the rings because you've never done a muscle up and you you couldn't do one now um or you just haven't put in the work to do one and that's okay it's just that like would you rather have done it scaled and got a really good workout in and shared that experience with everyone else there totally um and and there's a couple of different ways you can you can sort of um attack that or approach it. I guess we're yeah. talking about approaching the open. So for example, in a workout like um, 18.3 from last year, um, a lot of people could do double unders. Mm-hmm. A lot of people could do their overhead squats. And then it came to the muscle ups and they're basically stuck, yep. right? Um, so um, like you said, if you got to the muscle ups in five minutes and there's still nine minutes left on the clock, uh, maybe you can you know, do RX up to that point. Take your score. That'll be your score. You can use the remaining time, do the rest of the workout scaled. You'll you'll get an RX score, and then you can at least use the rest of that time to still finish your workout, get a good sweat on, um, uh, and, and finish it off that way. So um, that's, it's not necessarily saying that we, you know, um, you if you have to do an RX all the way through, scale, um, all the way through. So like, if you start something RX and you can't get any further, you can take your score at that point and then finish off the rest scaled. Yeah, and then have a conversation with your coach about what you think, what Mm -hmm. they think you should do or what you think you should do. Um, If you're really, really close to that pull-up and you want to get your first ever pull up and then from there you want to move on great let's yeah. do that like are you same thing with like a muscle up like you just want to get one you got that muscle up you move on that's cool like if, you, if if you're someone that wants to work on getting the muscle up for nine minutes go for <laughs> yeah. it we'll all cheer you on yeah. um but like like we said off the off the top like create your expectations off the get-go so that you know 
what you're getting into so you're yeah. not disappointing yourself one way or the other. Yeah, uh, and, and doing that from the beginning is going to help whether it's am I trying to get as high on the leaderboard as I possibly can or am I there um, to, get a, to get a really good workout in um, in an environment that's going to be um, supportive and building a community and, and having a lot of fun. Um, either way, that environment is going to be there. But um, yeah, I mean, if, if your goal isn't to finish number one in the world, then there's... Most, like most people signed up for the Open. Yeah. Or most people signed up for CrossFit. They didn't say, you know, when they first came in, <laughs> we with Cody and I, we want to finish as high as we can on the leaderboard this year. Like that's not... Most people are there because they like the fitness or like the community or whatever it happens to be. It's just another workout. So treat yeah. it as another workout. Like it's at the end of the day, we're we're keeping a score, but it doesn't really matter. Get your workout as best you can, so that you can keep improving. Yes. Um. So that you can set this as your benchmark, so that you know next October or maybe the year after that, you're doing much much better and are more fit than you are currently now. Yeah, absolutely. Um. Obviously, we're making a big deal about the open. We've been talking about it a lot. Um, because it's, because it's sort of this, this global CrossFit thing. So like all the gyms, all the CrossFit gyms, um, basically in the world are going to be participating in this. Mm -hmm. So it's like this big community thing. Um, but really, like Eric said, it's just another workout. We're using this event, this five week event as an opportunity to celebrate everybody. Um, uh, and, and again, have some fun. Um, every week with these workouts um, but it it shouldn't be that much different um, approach wise to ha- to how you come into any other any other workout at the gym yeah and one thing too with our intramurals that we kind of didn't mention is like if you're someone that's hovering on that scale to rx line um, and something like muscle ups came up or something like that you know your team is going to do better and get more points if you do it scaled and really crush that workout than if you were to do it RX and only get like five reps. Yep. Or something like that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like it's really, it's more about that in terms of building your your team up or your community as well within the gym than what thousands place you finished it's like 400 and some thousand people who are doing the Open Worldwide. Yeah. And... I know that um, it's it's really easy to get uh, to get caught up in the energy mm-hmm. and the, uh, and sort of the adrenaline and, and, and the hype um, of of the environment of the open and things like that. So um, we've been sort of hammering away at this about you know setting those expectations early. Yeah. What what do you what uh, what are you trying to accomplish or what what do you hope to get out of doing the open? Um, for a lot of you, it's going to be your first open ever. So maybe it's just just getting a taste, seeing what it's like. Yeah. Do I um, like competition? Yeah, or not? totally. And and the nice thing about that is that the the competitive side of things is all kept in house. Yeah. So it's all you know, it's all with people that you already know, already friends. So you're not you're not dealing with sort of complete strangers working out next to you, um, um, and watching you work out uh, and things like that. Yeah, so let's talk a little bit about like, like planning each workout. Um, yeah, because this is the one like I find I don't want to say funny when I'm coaching, but it's the one you see a lot of where it's like the strategy becomes like a big it is a, a big, big part of it. Um, um, it's hard to at this point to to say anything about it because we don't know what the workouts are. The workouts mm-hmm. are released 
every Thursday during the Open, and then on Friday, we're, we're doing them. Um, and you have until the following Monday to submit a score. But um, So until we know what the workouts are, there's it's hard to put a plan in place. Mm-hmm, totally. For sure. And then when it comes to like different workouts, we're definitely, as we're going to explain them on Friday Night Lights and in classes, your coach, myself, or Cody, are gonna, or Carrie even, are going to go over how you should kind of break it up personally. Um, what I will say is, like, for most people, go out a lot slower than you think. <laughs> um, yeah. When it comes to competition style settings, especially when you have a lot of people in the room, the easiest thing to do is for it to go three, two, one, go. You look, you looking at the other person across the gym who you're might be competing against and go as fast as they're going <laughs> or go faster. Or but whatever. that, but then that's outside your comfort but level. That's outside your comfort level, and then there's three minutes into a twenty minute AMRAP, and you're like, oh my god, and you're done. I'm done. Um, so like, definitely pick your poise, pick your places, and pick your poisons of when you're gonna push it. I always like to say if it's a, a long AMRAP, like a 20-minute... Like I think we're going to see a 20-minute AMRAP, probably fair to say at some point. Yeah. Um, or a longer style AMRAP. So those ones are the ones you want to go out yeah. really, really slow. Um, and then in that last five minutes, you have some gas to push with. Like 17.1, where it wasn't an AMRAP, but it was, um, it was like 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 of alternating snatches and 15 box, yeah. box jump overs. You can't sprint that one. If you do, oh God. you will be failing, and it will not feel good. Yeah. So one one thing I can say about the open workouts, um, ahead of ahead of knowing what they are, is there's typically a pretty decent amount of volume mm-hmm. within the workouts. Uh, meaning that there's there's a lot of reps. Yeah. Um, involved. So, uh, and this is just sort of the way that I think about things, and this isn't, you know. Not everybody likes doing it this way, like, um, but I, I, I like to think about how many reps I'm going to be doing in total or, or around, depending on if it's an AMRAP or if it's just a certain amount of rounds or whatever. But knowing the total amount of reps helps me personally plan how I'm going to split up those reps. Totally, yeah. Um, some people don't like knowing the total number, like even... Um, there was a workout a little while ago. I think it had like 81 reps of a couple of different things. And then, and and that number just kind of like, sometimes some people will think, oh my God, like I have to do 80, like I think there's burpees in it. I have to do 81 burpees, um, which sounds daunting. Um, so just kind of depending who you are, like I said, myself, I like knowing that number because I'm like, okay, if I'm doing 81 burpees, um, I'm just gonna I don't know I'm just gonna spitball and say like if I split that up into ten burpees ten or eleven burpees every minute that's gonna take me about eight minutes or whatever like and, and then you know also what ten burpees in a minute usually feels like right? exactly like, so like case in point eighteen point two last year where the rep scheme was one and all the way to ten is that a hundred I can't remember when the how hundred and ten or something like that? I can't remember right. I, I don't know. either way no, it's fifty five like, one to ten is fifty five. One to ten is fifty five. So you know how fifty five burpees feel. Yeah. Like, you know it doesn't feel awesome. Yeah. So same thing. You wouldn't like if you if it was a matter of like do fifty five burpees for time, you probably wouldn't sprint that either. Totally. Like, break that up into a pace that you would keep the entire time. Yeah, and speaking of that actual workout that had it had the squats and the burpees, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I'm guilty of doing it too, where I, 
I came out in that workout way too fast mm-hmm. because the rounds of one, two, three feel super easy. You're only yeah. doing a couple reps at a time. I flew through those. I think I, th- I flew through rounds like one through four in like two minutes. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, I'm killing this. Then you get to like six and it starts to get real hard. Again, because that volume starts to add up. Um, well, like seven and eight or like yeah. that's the halfway that's point. That's the halfway point. I that's know. The, the really demotivating part is when your judge looks at you and it's like, you're only halfway, sir. Yep. Um, and obviously, like once the workouts get released, uh, you know, your coaches, your coaches will um, help you sort of formulate a plan based around um, what the movements and the, and the rep schemes are and things like that. Um, whether it's Eric, myself, Carrie, Kyler, um, RG, Russ, Brent, Michelle, um, whoever, whoever, Dan, yeah, um, any of the coaches, um, you know, once, especially once the workouts get released, like, feel free to pick their brains. Yeah, because, like, like, all of these people coach you and have a general understanding of how you work in certain workouts, like, I'll use like a good example. Like I, I don't know. I haven't coached like Liz very often. For example, like she's a five fifteener. So yep. I, I don't. If I were to try and tell her how to break up a workout, it wouldn't probably be as effective as someone like Dan RG or RG. Yeah, yeah, totally. Because they see they see her working out more often than I would, so that they have a better understanding of how each movement is is for her. So, um, yeah, like definitely reach out for help if you want to know how to not only scale your workouts if you're gonna scale it or our exit but also how to like really plan yeah just how to how to attack the workout how to break up um break up sets if you need um for for the most part i'm not gonna say the most part all of the coaches have been through this yeah they know um they know how it feels they know how crappy it can be or how it can how crappy it can feel um so they they will definitely have some insights as to as to what works um and what doesn't yeah, let's talk about a little bit of repeatability because yes. that's one thing too with people with the open. Like some people don't even realize you can repeat it. Like you could do a workout. I think I was talking to Tyler Kopak the other day, and he said he did eighteen four, like four times oh within an hour. Oh my god, <laughs> uh, which is insane. That's brutal. But um, I yeah, I had mentioned it a couple of minutes ago where the workouts get released on Thursday. You have until the following Monday evening to submit a score. During that time, you can actually do the workouts as many times as you need, as many times as you need, and you just submit your best score. So, like last, like eighteen four, what was that? Like an eight or nine minute workout? I think it was nine minutes. So, like realistically, you could do that, you know, five times at least in an hour if you, uh, if you wanted to. Not um, a good idea, though. No, yeah, not I'm gonna a, say that. Uh, I'm gonna say that full right disclosure, now. Disclosure: Not a good idea. Yeah, don't do that. Um, but like. You can repeat the workout as many times as you want to. So let's start off. Should you repeat a workout at all? I'm, I'm gonna go out right away, and, um, and I'm not gonna give it a hard no. Yeah. But I'm gonna say, you shouldn't. I'm with you on that one. Like, the there's a couple of like caveats why you yeah. would repeat it. For me, it's like, if you screw something up. So like. Case in point, 18.3, maybe you woke up that morning and you're someone who's got a very, pretty good at double unders, you can do like 50 unbroken, but that day you couldn't string together four. Right. Try again another day. Yeah. Because like, a, it, maybe you just had a bad day, whatever it happens to be, um, it wasn't your best effort. Or maybe you fall off the pull-up bar, 
you were hurt for like a minute or something like yeah. that. So you want to try that or, again. Or or you did something out of order or maybe like um it happened I think with it happened with Brooke Wells last year where like her and her judge miscounted. Yeah. A, a round of her double unders or something like that and then when they went back and looked at the tape, they realized she didn't she hadn't done all of her reps or or something like that. I can't remember. But if like something something sort of drastic like that happens, like an equipment mal- malfunction yeah. or you blew out a shoe in the middle of your workout. Yeah, then like, like um I would say I would say take a day or two first. Yeah. And then, um, and then do the workout again. Um, I know in Brooke Wells' case, I think she just did it over again right after, which mm-hmm. good for her. But she's also a games athlete and one of the best in the world. The other reason too is like maybe you learn something drastic in your first time doing it. Um, so like maybe you maybe like you said you couldn't string together toes to bar because you were just doing something wrong. Um, so it was a bad, a yeah. bad effort. Or maybe you learned that it was. Like actually, Carrie did a workout two weeks ago, whatever the, the power cleans, uh, wall balls one, and she just noticed she went out too too fast. If right. she would have just paced it a little bit more, she could have got another entire round. That's one you could do. For me personally, I'm gonna do them on Sundays, and I'm just going to like, actually spend, Friday or Saturday going through like a round, right? But, and like figuring out seeing what, how it feels, yeah, seeing how it feels, what I would do. Um, so that I don't have to repeat it, but like you might use your Friday attempt of kind of taking it, of getting in a nice sweat session on, but yep. not really going that hard yeah. and just figuring it out. And then doing it later. Yeah. Um, that's a realistic way of doing it. Cause then you're not taxing yourself twice. Really yeah. Hard. And that's, and that's kind of, um, one of the big things as well is that like we said, there's a, um, there's a lot of volume to these workouts, mm-hmm. um, and, and they can be pretty tough. So, um, even doing it from Friday and doing it again on Monday is a pretty tight window. Yeah. Um. To to do the same workout again, um. I think if you want to repeat a workout, um. You should do it if you think, you can, you can shave off a significant yeah amount of time. Um. Like you like you said, based on maybe you had a bad double under day or, or you you had an epiphany about some technique on something that's gonna save you a bunch of time. Um. And by significant amount of time, I would say like, at least. Um, I'm trying, I'm just like rattling through numbers, like maybe like a minute or more off yeah. of your time. Um, if you're, if you want to do it again to shave five to 10 seconds off your time, I don't think to me, I don't think that's I agree. And I, and I totally agree with you. Like at the end of the workout, I think that it's very valuable to look yourself in the mirror and be like, did I give that workout my all? If the answer is yes, move on. Yeah. If it's no, um, one, why not? And two, maybe now it's time to repeat. Because if, if for whatever reason you just couldn't give it your all during that workout, that's okay. Maybe you can redo it. But if if you finish the workout lying on the ground, you can hardly move or speak for the next two minutes, <laughs> good chance you gave it your all. Yeah. And maybe, maybe your all isn't where you wanted to finish in that workout. That's totally okay. It's just a matter of spending some more time to get a little bit more fit for the next time we yeah. do that workout. And that happens, right? And especially with not knowing the programming until essentially the day or a couple of days before mm-hmm. something might just come up that you just straight up aren't good at yeah. and that's and that's just the nature of the beast um but yeah like you said it's not about getting a second or two higher because like last year i'll use myself as a really good example because like i repeated the first three workouts the third workout was 18.3 like we, yeah. we, we've mentioned it a couple of times it has if you get through one round it's 400 double unders Ooh, so yeah. when i got through one round on the Friday and then usually I would have re- taken two full days off before repeating on the Monday I didn't I, t- I did I did it on the Sunday 
So I only had one full day off. And just the sheer amount of volume with double-unders, I ended up with getting, like, a massive exertional headache and having to go to the hospital to figure it out. And it basically ended my open um, because I didn't give myself enough time off because, like, we might do sessions where we have 400 double-unders in a workout, but almost never... I won't, I won't say never because I, maybe it's happened, but we pretty much never would do 400 double-unders two days later. Yeah, again, or right? back-to-back days or even within, within two or three days, it's, yeah. It's usually when Cody's programming, he's doing different things for the body on different days. We don't bench press Monday and then hit a, a one-rep max bench press the next day. We <laughs> like do Murph with push-ups the day after doing heavy right. bench presses, right? Like yep. Our body isn't conditioned that way through training and we shouldn't expect it to be during the open either yeah absolutely um yeah so a big part about you know repeating workouts is again are you are you, is it going to change significantly from the first time you did it um think about uh, why you're doing it again if it, maybe you're uh, applying a different strategy or or you just had a bad movement day that day um reasons you sh- I, th- I feel like you shouldn't repeat a workout um, if you're only going to shave like a few seconds off your time, um, if it's going to hinder your recovery. If you, yeah, if you, if you don't feel like if you wake up Monday morning, you're fully intending on repeating and you don't feel like it. Yeah. Then don't. Then don't because like that's another really high stressful workout. You, then you're, you basically, if you don't take off Tuesday, then you, maybe you work out Tuesday, you're still leveraging your recovery. Wednesday, you might not take off Thursday, you take it off because then the next one's going to come out on Friday you're already digging yourself a hole on week one yeah. to getting to be recovered enough for the final push. Yeah. And it all, and it'll, it'll all come down to the individual. Um, again, for example, like if, you know, you go through a workout and, you know, somebody, somebody else doing that workout got a, got a better score than you or whatever, and you're thinking like, oh, like, well, I can do better than them or do whatever. That's... I mean, that, again, that could just be because of that workout. Totally. Like, you're going to have different movements where you're, you know, someone that's taller might be better. Like, yeah. again, I'll use Carrie as an example. She's a fantastic rower because she's also a very tall woman. Yeah, she's tall. If you're, like, if I was a short five-foot woman, I would not expect to keep pushing and doing more repeats on that workout just yeah. to try to beat someone that's much taller. Totally. Even like Garrett. Garrett's a better rower than me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because he's like, he's got so much length. And he's got a lot Dan. of power. He drives a lot of power. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I, if it was just, if it was like row 5K for time, I, I wouldn't repeat the workout oh, because God, I no. know that's not my yeah. skill. As I, I did my best and I move on. Yeah. Totally. Um, and we're going to talk about it in our next podcast um, about recovery. Um, yeah. Because again, repeating workouts is going to hinder your recovery and that that's that's yeah. a big part of it to me um and is that worth uh and like i said like i've gotten hurt you had to you had to stop doing the open um because we're maybe just pushing a little bit too hard um um and just not being smart about how we're uh how we were approaching these workouts. Yeah. So at the end of the day, who, he who recovers, or he or she who recovers the best, yeah. is going to be able to to get the biggest change in their fitness, yep. anyways, right? So, if you're like Cody said, if you're leveraging your recovery, you 
you kind of can't get fitter. Yep. And I think I, I think I said this before a few podcasts ago. Um, I don't do CrossFit to be good at CrossFit. Yeah. Um, I do it to be good at everything else. So, um, those expectations that we were talking about setting, I'm not trying to be the best in the world or in the country or in the city or even at our gym at CrossFit. I'm going to the open, um, to enjoy the intramurals and the Friday night lights and have some fun. Um, and then, and get some exercise while I'm at it. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Um, I know we've been going on for a while on this one. Um, there's a lot that we can talk about. If um, you want to uh, talk to us more about this subject, feel free to hit us up at the gym. Um, we're always uh, uh, trying to make ourselves as available as possible, obviously, when we're not coaching classes to uh, to chat about uh, whatever it is you guys might want to chat about. Yeah, and like it, if this is the prime time, I guess it's yeah. opens coming in, what, four days? Yeah, it's going to be, there. yeah, it's coming up pretty quick, so... Um, all right, we will uh, talk to you guys after week one of the Open. Good luck. Have fun, guys. Later.